Guten Tag. Or Guten Abend. Depending on where you are in the world today. And welcome to another episode of a German and a Catholic go to a movie. And this week's movie was Malignant. A scary movie. And I'm an old horror fan from way back. And Gregor likes horror movies too, which is one of the good things about him moving in. Or one of the many good things, should I say. Most people do not like horror movies. It's pretty rare that people like them. I think most people hate them or they think you're some crazy incel gamer. And well, well. <laughs> <laughs> the current lockdown is making incels out of all of us, I say. Well, that's what I tell myself when I go to bed every night. Well, I'm lucky. I found the incel girlfriend who is also kind of into horror movies. Yeah, least. like seriously, most women do not like horror movies. We're not getting all generalist and sexist here, but I am. It is odd that you girls say, yes, I want to see that horror movie. But I've got to say, girls that are into horror movies are all in. They'll watch yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. That's I one agree. really great thing. Like most guys will be like, oh, I don't, I don't like it too if bad. If it's not too, too gory, uh, scary. Don't like it too scary. But if a girl likes a horror movie, she's all in. So this is to all those horror fans, male or female, out there, German or English or Australian or whatever, as long as you love it. So do we. In a nutshell, I would say Malignant is a very good film. But we'll start with a synopsis. So take it away, Gregor. Yeah, Jerry, this time we got a really good one after the uh, coming, yeah, to, coming America. to America. Too. <laughs> that was a horror, but in a different way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, well put. We'll give you a quick synopsis because it's easy to spoil the movie, but we are trying not to spoil anything for Spoiler you. Spoiler free here, folks. Spoiler free. Yeah, the quick summary, as Jerry put it very well, to be honest, is it's about a girl. She has visions, visions about murder. It's not clear at first whether the murders happen at all, and then it's not clear whether she is involved in the murders. So we'll leave it at that for now. Yeah, basically, that's that's a really broad summary. As I mentioned, we don't want to have any spoilers. So, And this is a movie that I think has got a very original idea in it. So when the time comes and that idea is revealed, it's really quite a surprise because the three of us were sitting down watching this movie and we're going, oh, this is going to happen. And, you know, we, all yeah. the cliche scenarios and I bet it's so-and-so and yeah. I, I bet it's this. We all I had an opinion. And then everyone was like, when it finally is revealed, everyone was like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, who would have thought? The lead actress in this one is, in, I'll have to look this up now. Maddie, ha- uh, no, Annabelle Wallace. Annabelle Wallace. And I was really quite surprised to see she was British because she looked really American to me. She moved America. Like, she was quite convincing as an American. There's no way I would have thought she was British. Well, she didn't look like one of the British girls at Bondi Beach, that's for sure. Let's just put it that way. I think the biggest star of the show is the production values. Like, the angles are good. It's a quality-looking film. You know, like, it's nicely... It doesn't look like a cheap Netflix production, and it... It's got a got a real style in how it's photographed and it's doing the standard thing where it's all colorized towards blue like it's got all the blue tones are all brought out in it. Yeah. And when the actual murders happen, she might be say sitting in a room and all the walls and everything will dissolve and the murder will start to take place around her. So you're not sure whether it's a vision. Yeah. It's stylistically very interesting and uh, Yeah, it's and really great, especially I've seen. Yeah. the last half of the production and the effects though is really ramp up. There's a lot of CGI in it, but it 
doesn't look particularly cheesy. Like there's a couple of moments where you think, oh, that's something, but that's just inevitable in almost any movie, despite the budget these days. Yeah, it doesn't really take away from the experience. And yeah, you're saying the the main actress, she's definitely perfect in the role because she seems a bit like off. You know, like she's that uh, almost like a bit. She lives in a big house, almost a bit of seems like wealthy background at first and she's she seems like so her character's name is Madison and Madison um, seems a bit off from this world and you're not quite sure whether you like her or you're pretty sure she's kind of involved in what's happening yeah she's kind of like hot emo but not quite you know she's a little bit more going on than that oh and another star in this is and this is for the Australians out there not that there's too many fans out there but who knows there's a woman called Jacqueline McKenzie. Now, Jacqueline McKenzie was an actress in the 90s who starred in Angel, Baby and Romper Stomper. And she was sort of pegged to be the next big thing from Australia and was going to Hollywood to make it big. And she didn't actually make it big as such, but she works pretty consistently. And now she's aged into sort of doctor roles and she does play a doctor in this. And I actually have a little story about... As you have with uh, every celebrity. <laughs> I have a little story about her. When she, she started in Romper Stomper and when I was writing scripts, you know, back in the day, I actually met one of the production people from Romper Stomper about my scripts and he was interested in possibly doing it. And then... I got a bit too enthusiastic and called him too much and he said, can you please stop calling me? (laughs) So there you go. The moral of the story is don't be a stalker if you want to get something produced. The moral is, would would you have called him less? You might have been one of the writers of this movie. I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I blew my own chances there, but anyway. But yeah, she definitely looks familiar. I couldn't have told you the name, but I was like, yeah, the face. Her role is uh, Dr. Florence Weaver... And she actually plays the doctor who is investigating what's going on with his murders and with Madison and what's happening. But once again, we can't give away too much because to give away too much, we'll give away the story. That's not actually what she's doing. Isn't it? She definitely plays an important role, but the investigators are um, uh, Kikoa Shaw and Regina Moss, the two police officers. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot about them. They were pretty like... They fit every... They did what they had to do, but... I have to say, for me, kind of the star of the movie is James Wan, the director, who um, is returning back to horror for this movie, actually. Um, yeah, he's a horror legend. He's done Saw. He's done the first Saw. Um, is he the Saw guy? Yeah. He's done Insidious. He's done wow. Conjuring, the wow. first one, and his producer, and, uh, and at least the second one, probably the third one as well. But recently he shifted into bigger projects. He did uh, Fast and Furious 7. Uh, actually one of the, in my opinion, very entertaining Fast and Furious. I haven't seen Furious. it, haven't seen it. But I do like the Fast and Furious franchise, I have to say. He even managed to do Aquaman into a movie which is not completely stupid. I don't know, have you seen Aquaman? No, I haven't seen Aquaman. But yeah, I do know some people that worked on it and said Jason was very nice. There we go. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I, I found that the, the actors all fit the role perfectly. Yeah, I found the main perfect. actress did a... Good job. Yeah, there was, sure was not like a, um, of course, not an Oscar-worthy performance. In the end, it's very much about the horror, about the set design, it's yeah. Jared's set. And the cinematography. The cinematography and the huge twist, which you are not going to see coming and you're going to be like uh, WTF. Pretty shocked, pretty shocked. Yeah, and and uh, with the twist, kind of the whole movie turns from like a, almost a bit of a classic horror with the soundtrack reminds me almost a bit of Carpenter, for example, or um, 
Rosemary's Halloween. Baby. What's the guy's name? Uh, the guy that was married to Sharon Tate. What's his name? You know, the one that got banned for, uh, you know, like... Polanski. Yes, Roman Polanski. <laughs> Roman Polanski, yes. yes. <laughs> it sort of has also a little bit of Suspiria going on, I thought. Which is yeah. an old oh, yeah. 70s classic. Good with a point. lot of loud music Good for anyone point. who's thinking the, of watching. The poster is almost like Giallo. Uh, I think it's the... Um, yeah. Giallo is the genre Italian 70s, 80s horror like Suspiria. I was also looking at IMDb and running through the reviews and I'm surprised that the number of people said it was predictable, they knew it was going to happen yeah. and they gave it, you know, 3 out of 10. Maybe, you know, I'm just a bit thick, but I couldn't predi- I wouldn't have predicted this at all. And as I mentioned, it was quite a shock when it happened. I was just a bit surprised that people were saying, oh, it was really boring, it was really predictable, I knew it was going to happen in the first 10 minutes. And I was like, no way. how would you possibly know what was going to happen in the first 10 minutes in a film like that? In my opinion, it's logical and it's impossible to pick it. It's not like complete lapse of logic. In fact, probably the way the character behaves and to a degree the way she looks makes sense as you go along. Yeah, yeah. Like it makes, like you'll, Yeah. it sort of all falls into place. You think, oh, that's why it did this and that's why that happened and that's why she looks like this. And it's, it's, it's actually a very logical horror film. It's not like, you know, her little brother who's been following around for 25 years suddenly turns out to be the murderer. And everyone goes, What? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, in its way, it's completely bonkers, but it makes sense in the way of the movie. So, oh, for sure. I think what some people are criticizing is that the movie goes a bit over the top in the second half. So it's kind of in the first half, you you have this classical horror movie um, and you kind of think you know where it's going. And but a woman in, in a haunting situation, sort of, you know, like a damsel in distress sort of thing. I found it almost a bit too formulaic. Yeah, at the beginning, I remember thinking, like, oh, this is Now this be person really is going to die. It was yeah. always very and nice. She's having visions because yeah, she's a bit yeah. nuts. But and then it goes so over the top. Oh, yeah. It turns you, into like a kung fu. It's almost matrixy in some way. Yeah, ways. you could say it's a, bit, it's a bit bonkers, but it takes some balls to do that twist. Especially with horrors, people say, oh, I've seen that one better in Halloween or I've seen that one better in Scream and it's all just nothing new anymore. And this movie gives yeah, us something, something new. new. It's something new, for sure. Uh, the Devil Within Her, which is a real, it's very hard to find, but it's an old TV movie. Is that the one you showed me? No, I haven't shown you this one. I, don't, I actually don't know how you get hold of this one, but it'll be out there somewhere. If you if you guys are looking for obscure... Uh, <laughs> Black and white films uh, that aren't very 40s entertaining. 70s, uh, <laughs> I'm your man. I'm your man. Listen uh, to Jared. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's gonna do an extra series of the obscure findings of. I'd uh, love to do an obscure thing, but no one will listen, and we've hardly got anyone listening now. So, but you don't know, say that to our hundred thousand <laughs> fans. Sorry to all you fans out there. Well, I would have to say, as far as Stenner go, I would give this a good solid five out of five Stenner because. It's original, it's fun, it looks good, and I was shocked. Wow, yeah. Look, honestly, I'm almost there as well. I would give it four and a half out of five. Yeah, it's not a perfect movie. I'm sure there are some logic flaws when you think about it. It's a it. horror movie. There's logic flaws in every horror movie. like, But they're not so obvious that you think, how the hell did that happen? They do actually, I'm sure, as you say, they're there. But at the time, you don't think, wait a minute. No, that's true. And it's, yeah, it's, and also that being mentioned, the movie is almost two hours long. It's a little bit long, I thought. I thought it could have, okay. my one whinge is like, could have knocked 15 off it. Two, but then wait, it was wait, past wait, Jared my says that about every movie. A movie can be 80 minutes long and Jared says. <laughs> it was good, but you could cut like half an hour of it. My bedtime was, I actually stayed up till midnight because these guys are European. So what they do is they start the movie at like nine o'clock when I... 
I'm ready to go to bed at about 10. So by the time it finishes, it's about half past 11 and I'm pretty much knackered. So maybe, you know, like my general early to bed, early to rise thing was you know, responsible for me feeling a bit tired. But I would say overall, a great film. One of the most original horrors I've yes, seen in a long time. Certainly. So don't forget to subscribe and comment. So even if you think this is really crap, even if you rate it one star. Give us your one star rating. Give us your one star ratings, folks. That's what we want to hear. Okay, thank you very much. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Shall we do it together? Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen.